Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hey, thanks, Gary. Appreciate that. I just want, I do want to point out, though, the national attitude that a strike is completely legitimate. You know, that leverage to try to force a company to pay you more money is completely legitimate in the mind of the minds of the national press. I wonder why are they not doing stories about all the poor people in the chain, in the supply chain, who are not going to be paid this week and this month. And all the people who might lose their jobs, you know, I'm comparing this, of course, to the government shutdown where, oh, my God, it's just a tragedy. Even though those people are going to get their paycheck eventually, they're basically getting a paid vacation if the government shuts down. But we get we're we we are treated to all these stories of the little children in the inner city who won't get their milk voucher. So, you know, the world is over for them as if nobody could go and find a dollar and 50 cents to buy them some milk. Yeah, that's just too much to ask for a mother and father to find some milk for their children. It has to come from the federal government. But you get my point. The attitude that a strike is completely legitimate to, to have leverage to get what, what the workers want. The workers. Communist, you know what? <laughs> the workers but then when Republicans try to stop the entire federal government from collapsing and plunging us into uh, a, a Great Depression like we've never seen, oh, that's completely illegitimate. Come on. Come on. I just, I, just, I just have to point out the way these two stories are presented on a regular basis. Um, and you, you ask yourself why. Why are they presented differently? Huh. I don't know. Maybe the perspective of these, I don't even think they know about it. Everybody just kind of falls into this pattern. I had to, I found myself when I was a reporter having to break that. You know, like what is the, the normal way of reporting or the normal snap reaction may not be the right reaction. And we've all been conditioned just to kind of accept things as they are. You think independent thought is not an easy, easy place to find yourself. Um, all right, 738 on this Thursday morning. It's the 12th day of October, 2023. I'm glad you are with us this morning. I'm John Reed. You're listening to News Radio WRVM. We'll run up the road uh, two hours to Washington, D.C. And Mark Tapscott, who is the senior congressional correspondent for the Epoch Times newspaper. I guess it's been a uh, an interesting couple of days for you, Mark, trying to figure out where Republicans will go when it comes to their new speaker candidate. What What is the latest this morning? How you doing? 
Well, I'm good, John. How are you this morning? Good, good. Thank you. Um, it has indeed been an interesting uh, week, especially over the weekend, as the jockeying among um, Steve Scalise, who, of course, is the um, presently the House Majority Leader. He's from Louisiana. And uh, Jim Jordan, who is from Ohio and is chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, they were the two candidates that emerged from the uh, field. And as I reported, I think, on Friday and suspected over the weekend, it was very, very close. And even yesterday, when they did have finally a vote, secret ballot vote in a conference, um, Scalise won with 113 and Jordan got 99. Jordan shortly thereafter, as I expected, uh, endorsed Scalise and, you know, encouraged his supporters to to vote for Scalise as well. So, again, just as it did in January, we're down to four or five people led by Representative Matt Gates from Florida. What will they do this time? And what's the problem at this stage? And, you know, both of these guys are very well known. It's not like there's a surprise that they didn't go deep into the ranks to say, let's find a new fresh face with a new attitude. So yeah. what, what's the issue at this stage? I, I have to confess, John, I'm I'm quite puzzled uh, by Matt Gates. He um, he, you know, is very very close to President Trump and proclaims, and you see in his voting record that he votes, you know, virtually identically with Scalise and Jordan. Uh-huh. Um, but he <clears throat> had a thing. I think McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, former speaker. Um, well when he said with Matt it's all personal um, there's something that Gates just does not like about McCarthy and having brought McCarthy down um, one has to wonder if having that kind of leverage um, you know you begin to have a higher estimation of your own importance than, <laughs> than you probably should yeah. and I I just kind of have a suspicion that's what's going on here. So you don't think it's holding out for something in the district or, you know, the, the, the last holdout say, hey, this is one of my moments to go and say I want such and such for my vote. I mean, that's a little crass to suggest, but <laughs> let's be honest. That's what happens a lot in Washington. Oh, John, are you serious? I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I I just don't know what it would be for the Speaker of, of the House of Representatives. And I'm not one of these people who's freaking out. It doesn't bother me that we don't have a Speaker of the House. I don't think the nation is in, in, uh, in danger of collapse. I don't think that we're reneging on any obligations around the world because we don't have a sitting Speaker at the moment. But it yeah. does make you go, hey, what what's going on, guys? Can't you get yeah, your act yeah. together? Yeah, you're, by the way, your point about the uh, narrative in the mainstream media, I'm, as a matter of fact, today I'm doing a story on the fact that, no, the Congress did not shut down just right. because the House doesn't have a speaker. Right. You know, things continue right on because the staff does most of the work, you know? Yeah. And and so yet I, you would I, think that the entire, that Washington was on the brink of collapse, which, quite yeah. frankly, in my book, wouldn't be the worst thing that ever happened. But, but um They've ju- they have just peddled this narrative in order to make Republicans look bad. Yeah, and, that's the bottom line. Right. Yeah. You know, back where I come from, back with Texas roots and Oklahoma roots, we say no man's life and liberty is safe as long as the state legislatures and stuff. Yeah, right. And, and <laughs> so, that's certainly I, true you know, in D.C. I, I have a suspicion that uh, 
there there must be an immense amount of pressure on Gates and and the two or three folks that are aligning with him apparently to you know knock this stuff off. We've got we've got important things to do, and and it's not for by coincidence that the first thing Scalise says he's going to do is is a resolution putting the House on record in support of Israel, and right. uh, you know that's that's very likely going to be getting. Uh, even if, if if it's possible to conceive, it's going to get even more ugly over there when when the Israeli defense forces go into Gaza City. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Democrats for just a second, Mark. You know, if it's such a crisis that the federal government is teetering on the brink of, of collapse and we're embarrassing ourselves in front of the world, is it possible that the moderate Democrats would come along and say, we're going to push this over the edge and make sure that we have a speaker. We will we will cross the aisle and we'll unite with the Republicans behind Steve Scalise because we just need to move on. I haven't heard that. Is that something that they would well, contemplate? You, you, yeah, you hear you hear rumblings about that kind of thing. You, you heard rumblings about that when McCarthy was trying to, to save his save his job. Mm-hmm. In fact, he reached out um, unofficially to try to um, see if there was a possibility for him saving his job with with some Democrat support. But I suspect the reason he backed off of that and the reason I'd, I would be very surprised to see Scalise doing it is once you become dependent upon 10 or 15 Democrats, You've just taken your problem of being dependent upon a very small slice of the House <laughs> yeah. from a small slice of Republicans to a small slice of Democrats. Right. And, um, you know, that's <laughs> you basically haven't done anything except given yourself some the, the new identity for your headache. Yeah. Uh, We're going to have Bob Good, the congressman from the 5th Congressional District here in Virginia, on at 9 o'clock. So I'm curious to hear where he is the latest I, I that too. i heard yeah was that he was he was sticking with uh, congressman jordan so I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see where he is at this this morning before yeah. i run out of time with you mark has there been blowback against the squad and congresswoman talib and some oh, of the what what is i mean what we saw in israel is so horrible it's shocking to me that a congressperson, even if you don't like Israel, wouldn't you just be smart enough to keep your mouth shut for a week and not I, walk into that? I, just, I, I, I suspect that there are a bunch of very liberal, progressive Democrats in Congress looking at, especially Congresswoman Taleb, and saying, you know, just, just shut up. Don't uh, say anything. Um, they, they clearly, one of the Democrats from New York yesterday, I'm sorry, I can't remember the man's name. Um, I saw him on uh, one of the um, TV shows, news shows, and, and he, he clearly was embarrassed to have to be pointing out there is no two sides when what you're talking about is beheading babies. Yes, God. You know? I mean, it's... it's what I mean, you got to be sick in the head to be... Uh to be defending that or even to come out and have it be questionable whether you don't see what's right and wrong. I, yeah. And that should instruct the rest of us about that gang well, that have I, D's behind you. their name, I think. I, you know, it may be giving Biden too much credit, but I have a suspicion that his emphasis yesterday uh, on the word silence 
was addressed directly to the uh, congresswoman from maybe yeah maybe all right we'll keep uh, in touch with you mark tapscott is the senior congressional correspondent for the epoch times newspaper up in dc and i appreciate the chance to talk to you always mark thank you john have a great day all right you too Seven forty-seven on this thursday morning we'll come back let's check on the weather which of course is going to change right as we head into the weekend and give you the details in a moment on news radio wrva listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.